Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Bachelorette Wrap-Up. I'm Amy, here as always with the lovely Haley Strong. Haley, how are you doing tonight? I am here. I am ready to rumble. All right. Do you have any dirty talk for the provinces of Canada that you'd like to share? Quebec. (laughs) Nova Scotia. That's about all I've got. All right. Prince Edward Island. Yeah. I mean, I don't really dirty talk as is. It's just not really my thing. Yeah. I feel like Greg was taking that as like an improv game or something. Like, okay, you're not going to be listening. So I'll just see what I can turn into suggestive descriptions. But Yeah. They really got him, didn't they? Exactly. Oh, they were listening all along. Can't trust those bachelor producers. Mm -mm. So this was a bit of a strange episode because they're really dragging these weeks out on us. I I think we're still stuck in last week. I don't think we've really moved much forward, but we did get a group date and we got a rose ceremony. And I was just telling you before the episode started that because the way I watched the episode and the way the episode is formatted... I'm not even really sure what happened this week and what didn't happen this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We might be repeating things we brought up last week. It's just what all happened. I don't even think the editors know because did you see um, there's something going around where they had like screenshots of Katie in her outfit from the Nick Vial date was the same outfit when she meets a certain someone who shows up late um, that we'll get into. Um, so I don't even know when that really happened. I know. I I also heard those rumors. So, yes. Um, I don't even know if I'll be able to figure that out, but we'll we'll do our best. I can't wrap my head around it. I just I genuinely don't have the bandwidth to like think about what happened and when and why. Mm -hmm. Like I don't even know what my own name is at this point. Exactly. When you said Haley Strong, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to respond or not. <laughs> oh, no. What identity have you assumed at this point? Just like, I'm like um, a poltergeist, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> now I'm just like thinking of Renap and if it's cheating to have sex with a poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I won't be engaging in any intercourse as a poltergeist. Okay. Or a real girl, so so Ethan doesn't have to worry. Uh uh-uh. well, poltergeist yeah. or person not <laughs> happening. Thank not you. To worry. <laughs> um, we did get a truth or dare date that was really a repeat of what we've seen 
before. So um, they're really recycling things. I'm sick of it. (laughs) Effing sick of it. We could have had like the shell tour from last season. We never got one, but we're just copying dates. Like I'm sick of truth and dare. Like I'm so sick of it. Like, what are we doing? Tasha and Caitlin set it up around the property. They put a lot of effort in. <laughs> I mean, great. Yeah. It sucked. I'm tired of it. I'm so tired of it. Truth and dare is boring. I don't want, I never want to do a dare because I don't want to do things. And I never want to tell the truth because I'm boring. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. Tell the truth. Uh, I don't know. I made a mistake coming here tonight. <laughs> yeah, I think there's ways they could improve this truth or dare date, mainly actually having a truth section instead of just calling the cocktail party, you know, the truth part, um, because it just created that whole storyline with Trey versus Thomas and... I think if there was maybe like truth questions and they had to choose between truth or dare, it would have been a little more interesting. Like give us like the old fashioned sleepover. Yeah. Give me a sleeping bag. Give, give me some girls who are going to bully me at school on Monday. <laughs> Let's really live it up. Right. Well, they've got the guys that want to bully in the house. So like, yeah, I think they could create that environment. How are you feeling about this? Like every two episodes, there's a new villain. <laughs> and literally it's like, the two episodes comprise one week. So oh, true. Really like every week there's a new villain. I think these yeah. guys have it figured out. They're like, let's just create a new target. And they pick a, like a point person to be the one to like bring it up to Katie each week. So we've had Aaron, we've had Mike, and now it's Trey and boom, boom, boom. They're getting them out of there. I don't like it, but I guess if I was a contestant, I can sort of see where Andrew S is coming from where he's starting to get worried like wait somebody says something yeah what if I turn to be the villain yeah well they could say something about me and I could be out of here so yeah I think it went a little too far this week not that I was a huge fan of Thomas but I think I don't know that they exactly stuck to the story I don't know that it was fair allegations this time around but i also here's the thing do i like thomas no do i like his face i mean mm-hmm. he doesn't mm-hmm. but didn't he admit in the original date right with nick vial that he had thought about coming on for the to be the bachelor like am i making that up i don't think so i think it it actually came up because that's where the guys started zeroing in on it they're like wait yeah did you just admit it's- that in front of everyone it's like not new information to Katie. Right. Where where was the switch that flipped for Katie? Was it just this was it just Trey telling her? Like was it in that conversation that she had with him after where like he truly again did not answer a single question and yeah. she just like it was one of those glass breaking moments from um <laughs> how I met your mother, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like once you, somebody tells you something about somebody, it's just like all you can see. Yeah, that could be because yeah, I was a little bit lost because Trey talked about how they had to ask him four different times, and he finally admitted that he came there to be the bachelor. Yet, and then he was telling different stories to everyone, but he did say it, and I don't think he ever said like, "I came here." planning you know wanting to be the bachelor it was like that was a thought he had that it could happen not that that was his motivation for coming it was just sort of like who knows what could happen it's a good platform maybe i'll be the bachelor um i don't think he yeah he talks about how he's really good at talking but i don't think he's good at really getting to his final point of reassuring katie or (laughs) clarifying with the men that um maybe just say that he was also open to falling in love just didn't think that it was that likely he said something like it's just as crazy to think you could fall in love and find your person as i think that's what he meant he didn't say yeah. it quite the same way which, which makes a lot of sense unreasonable really right but i think katie did have a point in saying like there are a lot of guys on this season who it never even crossed their mind to be the bachelor which i think is true 
Yeah, but maybe. But also, there's a lot of guys down there who probably did think about being The Bachelor and now are like overcompensating for it. And you're like, mm, no, I never, I, I, I would, would never, never do that. Right. Yeah, I think, and maybe some of them are like, I'm Connor in the cat suit. I, I'm not thinking about it because they would never cast me as The Bachelor. I'm just yeah. not. The, I don't look the part. So. But like Connor feels like a guy who came on to improve his music career, right? Like, right. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I think they like finding a new target. Who is going to be the new target? Is it going to be Blake? No, it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be half Blake, and it's going to be Hunter. Oh yeah, that was the preview, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so. yeah, this was. Interesting. Um, the one part I did like of the truth or dare, though, is kind of seeing like the different little friendships and the pairing that I liked the most of that was um, Trey and Christian. Yeah, I'm I'm like really disappointed to see Christian leave. Um, I I dig him and I guess we don't know much about him, but I dig him. Yeah, he was very cute. It's got that cute accent, and yeah, we didn't see enough of him. Um, like many of these guys that we have still remaining, but it was just so weird to just have one group date this whole episode. Yeah, and then we'd see yeah. some scenes of the guys back at the house. And you're like, well, oh wait a minute, yeah, they had their date before this. So we also get this interspersed with scenes of Thomas jogging around and all the other guys talking about him. So it did seem like it was really planned out. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So when they get to the truth portion of the date, which is just a typical cocktail party, but she wants them to be vulnerable. We see this sort of back and forth between Andrew S and Trey. Trey is taking, telling the truth, um, to be, I'm going to tell you everything about what's going on in the house. Mm-hmm. And Andrew's saying, Katie said to trust her and she'll sniff this out. Let's not cause all this drama and take time away from other guys. Wh- whose side were you on? I don't know. I okay. don't know what to think. Because I feel like so we've spent seven years saying, like, don't waste your time talking about other people on your date. Mm-hmm. Um but it, this feels different because Katie was the person last season to be like, hey, Matt, I, I need you to know what's going on in the house. Mm-hmm. But that felt different. Like, I felt I feel like last season there was some women who were genuinely being like made fun of and being called in like um, an escort and doing this and that mm-hmm. where this is just like this guy is a dick. <laughs> And I feel like he didn't, it's not like... What did he really do to the other guys? I And I don't want to sit, like, I don't want to seem like a Thomas defender, because is he a good guy? Like, probably not. Mm-hmm. But, but, yeah, like, what did he really do to the other guys, except be liked by Katie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't trust the dude, but, like, I also don't think he's the worst person we've ever seen on this show. Right. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that come on for ulterior motives and then they're surprised by having a connection. His He did come on a little strong really quick, so it's hard to buy that he was really um, yeah, and that's head fair. over heels. But yeah. I think I don't think he needed to be like ousted by these guys. Yeah. And I do think she would have figured it out on her own because she already had that information and she could have just gone off of that. And, yeah, I think Trey missed an opportunity to really connect. I don't think it's helping his cause for, like, building that connection with Katie. So I kind of was on the side of Andrew in terms of, like, now's not really the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, if they wanted to do the whole, let's let's overtake this row ceremony again or something like that, then they could have done that. Um, but, yeah, I think they're these guys in the house are just sticking to the same storyline and hopefully um, Katie just like kind of puts an end to it at some point because, you know, Mm -hmm. I think maybe she was already sort of over Thomas. Like she kind of lost its luster. She said like, I really saw him going far. She never said like, I really saw myself marrying him, you know? 
Yeah, and like I really do think she was getting sick of the um like the no answers. Right. Whenever she asked truly any question. Right. Right. So, um yeah, she ends up giving the rose to Trey. Um he's the one who brought that up to her and so that made Andrew kind of concerned. Mhm. Um, but yeah, I just thought Andrew had more level head about the whole thing, like, because he's secure in his connection with her. Yeah. All these other guys aren't. And I I think, I think his justification was fair in that, like, A, she's smart enough to know what's going on. If that's going to be an issue, like, it'll come up. She's not stupid. And B, like, yeah, I don't want to waste my time talking about other guys. And I don't want you, like, talking about other guys and wasting my time because she's concerned about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then she comes back and Tasha comes to her room. And again, this could have happened before the date even happened based on um, the outfit she was wearing. Mm-hmm. So it was a little strange because it made it seem like now she's so upset about Thomas. And then here Tasha comes in with this like great news. There's somebody else here. And Tasha was really like, laying it on thick about like how great this guy is but she's like someone from my past is here like was this really weird or what i it, katie didn't seem like super shocked it seemed like she had someone in mind right when she got you, this news yeah and then she admitted after like yeah we've talked like we've chatted mm-hmm. i saw on twitter that she answered somebody and said i thought it could be i thought it was either blake or Dr. Joe. So apparently Dr. Joe must have been in those DMs as well. Damn, Dr. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so you're a guy from Tasha and Claire's season. What's the move? Are you thinking like I like Katie, she might end up on Paradise? Or you know, because that's I think that's yeah. where we all thought she was gonna be. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. then which what is the better spot? Is it to go follow the bachelorette or to choose to be in the paradise cast, which I think Dr. Joe is. Or do you just Um, see what the producers offer you? (laughs) Yeah. I guess you just see what the producers offer. I've also heard rumors. Okay. That Blake Mm -hmm. and Brendan, who's on this season, know each other from back home. AKA around here. Yeah. Interesting. Canada's pretty small. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe if you get cast and you're like, oh, it's a friend of a friend. I'm going to contact yeah. him and be like, oh, how was your experience or something once you. Mm-hmm. So that'll be mm-hmm. interesting. So we knew Blake was coming. Um, what did you think of like their meeting and like, how are you feeling about the fact that he's back? Amy, I'm so charmed by him. Okay, me too. Like, why? Okay, like, we good, didn't like good, him, good. right? Yeah, I, I was like, right? like, we didn't used to like him, and now I'm like, is it just because it's like a new person with Katie I'm, and it's a better yeah. connection? I'm just, I'm just charmed. The way he was smiling at her, like yeah. he clearly dug her. I don't know. I was, I was buying it. Yeah, it, it did have that vibe of like we've talked maybe extensively, and now we're meeting in person, and like there's a, we're, there's chemistry, kind of mm-hmm. like the Nick and Caitlin. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to have like something new in the mix, and like maybe it just it's it seemed like more real world interaction, like it just seemed yeah. a little more natural. Like when she gets goes to his room later to let him know, and he seemed really genuine in that he was like, "This could look really bad for me, like, but the risk is worth it." And he said um, to kind of reassure her, but it didn't seem like a line it was like if you know i go all the way like i'm getting down on one knee like that's where i see it going and it's like whoa what a like what a reassurance if that's what she's after you know yeah exactly (laughs) so she doesn't really have to question him after all these guys like making her feel like they're not there for her so yeah i'm kind of like in on this couple now me too i'm such a like i i just buy into things so easily i'm so exactly I'm a sucker. I'm an absolute sucker. I thought it was interesting that Taisha was like kind of going overboard saying like, this is someone who's really genuine. He's ready for love. It doesn't seem like something that a host would do. 
but if or she also is like an old, ex-girlfriend would do even right. if they didn't really date that hardcore it was right. still like a little weird yeah so like from i guess from the mentor side if she's like just being you know forthcoming with that then it's like yeah like this is not like one of these like this person has my seal of approval i guess so yeah so she doesn't let him know that he's gonna stay but it's just kind of obvious like she seemed she said she was flustered and um so it just seemed like for sure that she was gonna let him stay but then he disappeared the rest of the episode yeah i I forgot about him i'm like wait did she tell it like i was like did he did i miss her telling him to go home right (laughs) did you think that he was going to like saunter into the rose ceremony at that last rose. Kind of. That's what I thought. I thought that could have been a good move. Because that last rose just like didn't exist. Right. It didn't go anywhere. So let's talk about that last rose. Okay. <laughs> um, like I just, hmm. So she calls. Well, first. He calls. What's his name? Well, when Thomas? did he when did he go speak to her? It was before the rose ceremony. Before the rose ceremony, and I think it's reasonable to be, or it was like before the cocktail party. Even yeah, when that like, tray just spilled everything to Katie. And- yeah, so she, he wanted to talk to her. Um, I guess it took a lot longer than anyone expected because he came out and was like, hey, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I I really didn't mean to take up that much time. And Greg or somebody was like, it's after midnight, bro. And then my <laughs> almost 30 year old body shut down. <laughs> yeah. So that's when they were starting. Things. Do you want to hear? OK, let me open my Fitbit, my Fitbit profile, and I'll tell you what time I fell asleep every night this week. <laughs> You know, you know me, yeah. Amy. I like to go to bed early because I don't know. I just don't want to be awake that long. <laughs> Last night I fell asleep at ten fifty-seven. Tuesday night late. I fell asleep at ten forty-four. Monday I fell asleep at ten twenty-three. Sunday I fell asleep at ten fifty-seven. Well, um, ten fifty-seven is kind. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a couple of eleven o'clocks. The last time I stayed up past midnight was on June 2nd. Oh my gosh. Two nights in a row, actually. I, I, okay. I was up later than midnight. I think I just didn't have a great sleep. And then the latest I've been up this year okay. was when I did the Survivor Africa podcast. Wow. So only hope, for a work commitment would you do it? Only for a work commitment. I'm hoping now that Rob is on um, the East Coast that well. we're not doing those late <laughs> effing podcasts anymore because your girl is sleepy. Like that's why I never joined like any of like the you know online orgs that our right. JP people come in is because they don't start till like eight p.m. Like why do I know? I need to be <laughs> in bed. Yeah, I would shudder to think what my Fitbit would say if I had one. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those people that it's like I could start something at like 11:30 and then I'm gonna go to bed at four. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So I'm just, I just, I like to be asleep. I guess is my thing. Yeah, no, that's, that's I just healthy. know that if I'm, I'm one of those people who cannot survive on little sleep and little food. So I need to give myself the best chance. Of having a nice existence, which is yeah. sleeping and eating regularly. That's good. Anyway, so yeah, they were mad at him because it was late. And guess what, Amy? They then proceeded to have a whole cocktail party after this, after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. No, I would. I would have. I would have left. I would have been like, I'm not doing this. Anyway, it explains a lot uh, more about like. Lake's state when she showed up there. After the oh, cocktail. it made a whole lot of sense. That guy was dead asleep, and it was horrifically rude of her to wake him up like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So then her last row, she picks up and she says, 
Thomas and all the guys are just absolutely shocked. But then when he steps up to the to the to the dais, is the, is it a dais or does a dais require like a, a podium or something? Yeah. Um, she steps back, and mm-hmm. then the rose vanishes somehow. Mm-hmm. And then she gives the speech. And what did you think? I want to know what you think. Well, so I wasn't surprised when she called his name. I was like, okay, yep, producer Rose, or like, she's not letting these guys determine anymore, and she's going to give him another chance. And I was, I was here for that. I was like, okay, I want to like see, you know, because he seemed like a legit, like kind of villain that is fun to follow, not like a Carl or a Cody. So then when she stepped back and had her little speech, I was kind of like, it just seemed like a little much. I don't know that he, it warranted it because it wasn't coming from like something super personal for her. It was just hearsay kind of like Mm -hmm. granted he didn't explain himself very well, but he was of all the guys, the only one that said he was there with other things in mind. And these other guys, some of them are not admitting that at all. And they're just like pointing the finger at him. So I don't think he was like all those things that she said. Like, no, and like, yeah, I don't think he was like unkind to her. Um, I, I like, uh-huh. I like the drama aspect of it, but I mm-hmm. am too non-confrontational right. to ever pull something off like this in my real life. Yeah. I- I like it for like, okay, again, this hasn't happened before. So it's like the fake out for the rose. I was hoping that then Blake would walk in and that would be kind of a dramatic moment. Cause if I were these other guys waiting, I would think like, okay, so who's really going to get that last rose, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's a nobody. And then they have to come in and say, cause I don't think they came in and said, this is the final rose of the evening no. or whatever. They well, had. when they, then when they came in after, I mm-hmm. thought that's what they were going to do is like, this right. is the final rose. Right. And then they're like, no, go. Right. And so it really is Blake's rose, but the guys don't know that. And yeah, she could let Christian stay otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Um, like what the hell? Right. So I, I think it was good for like the reactions of the other guys. So it made all the other guys really happy. So you know, I'm sure they were stoked about that. Um, but let's see, who did she eliminate this time? So it was that other Connor finally is gone. Because um, he was hanging in there, not saying anything. But he was on that the truth or dare date. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian. And then I think that other, the other Andrew leave? Yes. There was at least three guys who got roses who I've never seen before, and at least three guys who didn't get roses that I've never seen before. David, I think, was eliminated as well. Again, someone very silent um, as far as airtime goes. We did see Josh is still on the season, and he's still there. <laughs> and he got like a little bit of time shown in there. Like- yeah, Josh confuses me. Fox guy confuses me. Mm hmm. Another guy who I've never seen before confuses me. Yeah, we got a little bit with Canadian guy. um, A little bit with Michael A. You know, it's a cocktail party talking about how, like, kind of reminiscing about their date. But, yeah, it was just an odd episode because of it was comprising this one week, but it was so far apart. So I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I forgot half these guys. Um, how are you feeling about Greg? So we had said that we had heard some things or that there was some maybe not good things. All I've heard is that he went to acting school um, and that wasn't in his bio. So And there was one TikTok about an email sent to um, Dumois about him not being a very nice boyfriend. Oh, okay. Which is like hard to... Um, uh, Dumois doesn't ever really like check their sources or anything like check um, the info that they're getting mm-hmm. so I don't know hopefully he's a nice guy yeah because I again I am charmed right do you think going to like a prestigious acting school 
is that an automatic like negative if you're not saying that that's what you do or I mean I don't know like what if it's not what he does anymore right yeah like I don't know how many people go to school for something and then don't do that thing right but if I think on a one-on-one date you think it would come up maybe like maybe this is like part of like what I'm interested in um yeah something to look out for I guess but he doesn't come off as like Thomas would have like came off as acting, but if he's a really good actor, then maybe we're just buying into it. I don't know. Maybe, uh, may- maybe, maybe that's the case. Yeah. Maybe we're just absolute suckers. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. So then after the rose ceremony, she goes to, give Blake the news that he gets to stay and join the house the following week. And yeah, he's like naked when he comes to the door. Yeah, like truly in the nude. Right. She's like, put a robe on. And then he also like went pee in between, which is like too real. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like a very real moment. Then he got locked out of the of the room. Hilarious. Yeah. It was cute. And she was like, she looked stunning. So imagine like being woken up and then you're like <laughs> half asleep and she's like in her evening gown and you're like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Probably thought it was just a producer like waking him up for like. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was kind of cute. Um, and then previews coming up. Yeah. It looks like kind of a showdown between Hunter and Blake or what's going on? What What's the deal with Hunter? I didn't really pick Hunter's up. Hunter's just like loses it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know yeah I just don't know what to expect from these men right I mean they should be if it's only one person coming that's like a lot better than Matt James season where they had to contend with five people showing up that far into yeah. the season like, exactly. so that bad. and I feel like Blake is a lot more like he's Canadian he's lovable compared to like Nick Fial coming on, on Caitlin's season he just Everyone hated him, even though yeah. we liked him. So, yeah, I'm excited. I hope that the pace picks up a little bit for next episode and that we get a too. normal episode. <laughs> I'm worried it's not going to pick up, though, because they're really trying to extend the episodes. Yeah, they're building it around every like new villain. So there's maybe a cliffhanger around Hunter or Blake next week and not give us a rose ceremony again. But. You know, the exciting thing for our listeners is they're on the board now with Blake on their draft. Congrats to them. It's looking pretty good for them, I feel like. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. He just got there. They're making out next week. He might get a one-on-one. Who knows? They're going to have some making out. mm -hmm. He's going to be told he's a good kisser. Yeah, that's what... Is that a thing? Are good kissers a thing? Um, on The Bachelor, they are. I didn't I, spend much time kissing people, so I just don't know. Yeah, I would say it's a thing. Because there's definitely bad ones. Hmm. But, yeah. Hard to tell. Maybe it's easy to tell. I don't know. <laughs> Never got around to it. I've been I, busy. I would guess, like, if you're in the Bachelor or Bachelorette situation, you would tell right away. Because you're, like, com- constantly comparing, like, and yeah, probably that's basing true. it on, like, okay, well, we had... I had a better kiss with this person, so we must. Yeah, but what does that even like? What does that even mean? Like, like pressure or like tongue or just chemistry? Like, (laughs) breath? Mm -hmm. I don't know. What does it even mean? And also, I don't want anyone DMing me. (laughs) I don't care that much. Probably not going to be kissing anyone else for a long time. Yeah, it's funny, though, because I remember, didn't Tasha say, like, he was the best kisser, like, on one of those, like, rapid fire things? Where, like, I guess Blake, so, yeah. I didn't even know you liked Blake. So. Yeah. <laughs> he was the one hanging in there on her season. And then I saw someone bring up, like, the funny thing about the DMs with Blake is that wasn't he the one who DMed Claire? And she was like, you were the oh, only one who yeah. messaged me before the season. <laughs> Oh, Amy, what a fantastic callback. Well, yes, I heard it on somewhere else, so I can't take credit, but. That's hilarious. I didn't yeah. even think about that. So, 
That's too funny. So that, I guess, is it for this episode. Let's see. Draft results. We are, you and I are hanging in there, like, pretty even. You have 53. I have 59. Um, you know, again, not like there was no even one-on-one. On, one on one, so not a lot of making out, not a lot of anything to really mm-hmm. add to our scores. Brian is at 43, which it's not that bad. He's no, I think he's a little he's a little shook at his score right now. Oh, he's got a lot of people eliminated though. He's only down to Greg, Hunter, and Mike P. So I think that might be but Greg is I think the highest point getter of anyone on all of our yeah. teams. So you know who was like totally invisible this episode? Connor B. Yeah, I I thought I so too. I saw him. like a meme about him. I was like, oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I think Blake will maybe take his place because <laughs> it's like, oh, Connor B was like the cat lover, but now here comes Blake, like the animal guy coming in. <laughs> <laughs> so, so nothing. I don't know. I I don't know. I think that was maybe like a night one, like crush and right. Just not too excited. It's just not anymore. happening anymore. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, hmm, oh, here's actually a good one. Um, Abigail and Matt James, where mm. he just kind of kept putting that on the back burner because he felt so good about it until a point where he was, it was just like too back burner-y. Yeah, I can see that. He'll just never get a one-on-one and be like, wait, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into our questions from the listeners. This is from Dan over email. Hey, Amy and Haley, I think next week will be fascinating TV. We've heard every guy say they admire Katie because of her boldness last season. If you recall, Katie was bold because she defended the new girls when the OG girls lost their damn minds at the new girls being there. So if any of these guys do the same for Blake, won't that prove they are more Team Victoria and crew than Team Katie? What are your thoughts? This is pretty funny. Um, I wonder if she'll have like a speech of like, be nice. Like he's (laughs) here because I want him here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) that's really funny she won't have any patience for anyone slandering blake Mm -mm. Um, this is from veronica hi ladies been meaning to write for a few weeks courtney was my boyfriend's brother's college roommate Ooh, he didn't have any opinions on him besides that he looks like he doesn't have shoulders do you agree that courtney doesn't have shoulders love the show i i feel like he has shoulders i'm thinking back now to like he was weightlifting so at the beginning of the episode, I have to look, see if I can get a good picture of him. But now that's exactly what it. I'm doing. I don't know. I feel like he's shouldery enough. In the, like this little, they're very slanted, like very sloped. Sure. But like, I wouldn't want anyone to come look at my shoulders. Right. They're like, a, they're like a capital C. Like they're so rounded right now. <laughs> he's got a strong, like. Like they come to a peak like they're there but he's got like a long lead up to the neck it looks like yeah hmm. now i'm, gonna be now I'm looking this. at this in a whole new way right interesting recording <laughs> again not getting a lot of airtime either um he was like seemed like he was thomas's friend but then like behind his back was like yeah he's gotta go <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the scoop was about. All right. We also have questions from Facebook. Ava Pickett, was there a rose for Thomas that just disappeared when she sent him home? I was like, where did that rose go? Give it out. Yeah, it was like a decoy rose and then got like, maybe she we missed the part where she like threw it on the ground and stomped it. Yeah, maybe she's got some magician tricks up her sleeve, like a little sleight of hand and it goes mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Josh Green, what did you guys make of Trey using his time to speak about Thomas? I actually agree with him. While Katie is a strong woman, she's not privy to the Thomas information and could have got rose after rose for a long time had she not been told up front. I, again, I just don't know. I wonder I wonder if she was starting to see through it and this was just like the last push she needed or mm-hmm. if she was going to continue to like believe in it. And like, I just don't think... She, I think... I think the shine would have worn off. I don't think he was her number one. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it was going to be long term. Yeah, I think he just moved up a spot for somebody else, I guess. Like, 
for a little yeah. bit longer. Like somebody else gets a fantasy suite now. <laughs> He's gone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Justin Feinberg, since Haley plays some geoguesser, would she be more attracted to Greg whispering sweet geography in her ear than Katie, Caitlin, and Tasha were? Absolutely. I love thinking about maps. I love talking <laughs> about things like this. Um, whenever somebody like tells me they went on a trip, I'm like, well, what was your flight route? Like, tell me where your layovers were. I love, I love a flight route. Do you I like love- watching like you're on the plane when that shows like where the plane is? <laughs> Oh, for the entire time. Yeah. Truly the entire time. <laughs> nice. Because I'll just like watch something on my iPad instead of using the TV. Plus, like oh, yeah. those things never have Soothing. TV shows I want to watch. I no. don't want to watch a movie. I don't care if I'm trapped in the sky for 14 hours straight. Not watching a movie. Not happening. Yeah. Um, no, I remember one time. I think it was when we went to Ireland. I listened to Alice and Martha's real weird sisters podcast the entire time while playing, um, that 2048. Do you remember that game? 2048. Oh yeah. I think I did that for truly eight hours. (laughs) Yeah. Podcasts really make a flight go fast. I love a podcast and a mindless game. Yeah. It's a good pairing. Yeah. Remember when we were maybe going to do an ad for that one game and now I hear that ad like everywhere. But we never did an ad for it. <laughs> yeah. That one? I don't remember that ad pitch to us. You know what one yeah. I love? It's called Panda Pop. Sometimes oh. if I'm sometimes if I'm going for a walk around my house because it's rainy outside, I'll play Panda Pop while I'm walking. Oh wow. Yeah, I don't know that one. It's don't do it. Yeah, okay. I love GeoGuessr. One of my favorites. I think I'm gonna start streaming GeoGuessr on Twitch. Oh, that's fun. I've been doing Monday Sims streams. Nice. But I think I'm going to do GeoGuessr. Maybe one day when Ethan goes golfing or something. Should have practiced your sultry voice as you name oh, all the different. I should have. <laughs> I could do a sultry voice if needed. Could I? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sexy. I'm just like not a sexy person. <laughs> uh, Justin Feinberg, why do these guys, minus Andrew S., seem to believe an obvious doofus who can't proper, properly string a sentence together? under the slightest amount of pressure is in any way a threat to them. How do they think a guy who word saladed his way into admitting to others he wanted to be the next bachelor suddenly morphs into every romantic William Shakespeare character when talking to Katie? Because he has a nice face. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I really liked Andrew in this episode. He was very just like, no, I trust her. I love love that. Maybe it's just because I... Okay, but I don't love his weird insistence on using like a weird British accent to be sexy. No. Like when he was doing his sexy talk in the ear, he did it in a British accent. And Katie's like, I love his British accent. I'm like, it's not a real British accent. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, for coming out of the limo, but it's not too much for this for weird sexy talk. Like, do you every... think he actually bedroom talks like that? Probably. <laughs> Oh no! He said it was his alter ego, right? On night one, like this is my other alter, my alter ego is this British guy. I'm so sad. I think it's gonna get old. It's already old for us, but yeah, it's already old. Yeah, wasn't she? Was that the one where she was like, "Yeah, like Tasha and Caitlin were falling in love with him too." <laughs> it's like I don't think so. You know, they're busy. But he did actually like do dirty talk. He wasn't like naming states, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Barry. So Chappelle mentioned that Katie is very sex positive. Not sure if you knew that, but didn't Blake go home in Tasha's season on the weird sex yoga date? I just wouldn't see that meshing well together. Wouldn't see like Blake and Katie meshing well together because of the weird sex date? Um, uh, well, I guess like- he, I think he and Tasha just didn't click, right? But he was into yeah, like, that you- a lot. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he was. You don't want to do like sexy things with a guy you're not that into doing sexy things with, right? Like, yeah. Um, and that was their first date. It was just like a weird thing to have like that late in the game. Like, wasn't he fifth? And it was, yeah, like, he went home on that date. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then that happened with Matt James season two. It was Serena P. It's like, okay, I think I need to go now. Because- oh, right. Oh, you know what? That's more what I'm thinking mm. is that Serena P was like, uh-uh, I'm not into this. Right. Or maybe was, she wasn't into Blake either. But Tasha, I don't think was really that into Blake ever. No, she wasn't. Forgot he was there. And then they had like a passionate hug though. Right. 
I think he didn't get the airtime that we are expecting for someone that would have had that connection. Yeah. Because I just think of him as more like being into Claire. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then Justin Feinberg, did Katie really give Trey the rose because she appreciated him bringing up concerns about Thomas? Or did Katie give Trey the rose because he got his ass waxed on national television? <laughs> Why not both? Right. Or because the producers were in her ear saying, oh, true. this would really yeah. upset Andrew. If you, Yeah. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. So that is that for questions. Thank you, everybody, for sending those in. Do you have takes from Doug for this episode? I do. Let me get them. Oh, did you notice on one of the, was it the, after the group date or when they were heading to the cocktail party, they were like, I didn't expect New Mexico to be so cold. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we knew that because we got hot tips. Exactly. Um, I missed the first hour of the show coming back from surfing. It, st- it still seemed like nothing happened. A literal tumbleweed was blowing across the screen when I turned it on. Is the pace going to pick up at all? Is there nothing to do? I really don't think the pace is going to pick up. And I don't think it's because there's nothing to do. I think it's because they're trying to stretch into a regular. I don't know why they do that when they could just fill the time spot with time spot. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) With an extra week of bachelor in paradise. Right. They could really do a supersized bachelor in paradise, but yeah. Are these from last week? I feel like he was surfing last week. He surfs every week. Okay. (laughs) Just Um, extra familiar. Maybe. Wait. Oh no, they are from last week. (laughs) (laughs) oh i scrolled up too far um do you think they only showed blake's legs and torso in so many shots because his giant head would not fit in frame yeah what was the point of concealing him we knew he was coming he does yeah oh god that's funny he does have a very shaped head i know he's the one that gets the most of like he looks like this cartoon character (laughs) it's always like some like giant animal (laughs) sully from monsters inc um, is Blake convinced he has lots in common with Katie because she is sex positive and according to the men on his season, he just talks about sex all the time. Also, how much time does he get off from the dump? He doesn't work in the dump anymore. He quit long ago. <laughs> uh, why can we not just have a nice quiet date and something similar to the shell room? See, does yes. want the shell room too. Uh with that said, I still think I would uh, would get my ass waxed to avoid eating those peppers. What do you think, Amy? Would you rather get waxed or peppers? Um, I don't do well with spicy food. I would rather have a wax. I don't know that I would want like just some non-professional doing it. That sounds painful. Mm-hmm. Um, but did it seem like Trey was the only one like of Trey and Christian? It was like Trey was eating the mashed potatoes. Trey was also... Yeah. It did. It very much did seem like that. It's like, oh, you take this one. You take this one. Oh, we're out of time. I think they all had to do the pepper, though. I think. Yes, they did. Trey had the best proposal, it seemed like. Yeah. um, Greg was the cutest drinking the milk, though. Right. (laughs) And is Thomas really alone in thinking he could be the next Bachelor? If I was cast for the show, I suspect it would cross my mind. But I'm also discovering that my normal sized head and spindly physique would mean that I would likely be a night one cut. (laughs) I think the move is like, go in there and think like, I want to get far because if I get far, maybe I'll get my heart broken, but maybe there's like something good that maybe I'll be, you know, the next bachelor bachelorette, but it's weird to come in like right away because you don't know how you're going to click with the lead. So yeah, I'm like, it's going to be me for sure. I'm going in for a good time, not necessarily a long time. Yeah. Like, I would want an Astrid trajectory. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, don't get a ton of airtime, and then... But everyone likes you. You have tons of cool travel friends. a little bit, you go on Paradise, you meet your husband, have a nice time, move to Canada, oh, you're friends perfect. with Rachel Lindsay. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> yep. You still get the sponsorship deals, but I don't think anyone's really bothering you. Right. She's not anyone that people are, you know, 
following, you know, with like tabloids or anything. So no mm-hmm. paparazzi gets to, doesn't have to live in LA can just settle down. Um, yeah, it doesn't have anything. No one has anything negative and there was nothing embarrassing. <laughs> so oh. yep. Smart. Well, that's it. That's it for us. Look at us. All right. How long has this podcast been? What's your recording time? 48 minutes <laughs> and 24 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I love when we do this. Personal record <laughs> for this season, maybe. So. Yeah. Not not our old time record. I think we did one episode of Labor of Love oh, that yeah. lasted like 20 minutes. And we're like, oh, that's it, guys. Sorry. Talk to you later. <laughs> yeah. I was on her Instagram not that long ago. I was curious if she had a baby or anything, but she doesn't. <laughs> Me too. No, she was starting her surrogacy surrogacy IVF journey. One of them too. One of the two. One of the two. Why not both? Yeah. Um, where can people find you? I know you were recently on talking too hot to handle. Yeah, I actually had a great week in podcasting. So last week I talked to you, which was obviously wonderful per usual. Then I joined Kirsten McKinnis, Brian Scally, and Puya Zandakili to talk about the first, no, this the second through fourth episode episodes episodes of Too Hot to Handle. It was a real riot, really revealing on all of our parts. Um, and then I was we were joined on the Top Chef podcast um, by Top Chef winner Brooke Williamson, which was it's always a thrill when we get to talk to her. She is truly so lovely and we had a nice time. So check those out. Or if you want to look at the bread I made this week, you can follow me on Instagram at strong underscore. And guess what? Same handle as my Twitter. Um, I feel like everyone who listens to this podcast has already followed me if they want to follow me there, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little behind on Too Hot to Handle, but I'm excited to... I think I'm three episodes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did like how they did a fake out of like pretending it was another show. So I thought they had to do something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I would have liked a little even more of that. Like, get them to buy in like that there's a whole other concept, but yeah yeah it's weird how they can make it look exactly like too hot to handle season one though <laughs> the set design like, i know it's wild i think you would be like wait this looks familiar but we're in a different place so i know but i guess it's one of those things it's like if you keep being told something you're gonna believe it right you're like well there's a host here so obviously <laughs> so yeah you can find me on twitter at rhp recapper until next time bye Bye.